Man, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of your favorite podcast, Radical Talks with Tia Darcel. Y'all already know what time it is. It's your girl, Tia Darcel, man. How y'all doing today? What's happening in? What's going on? I'm really hoping that you guys are having an amazing day. And y'all already know my MO. If it's not going amazing, shift that thing around. Manifest it. Use your words. Tap into that power and authority that God placed down inside of you. You feel me? <laughs> but all is well my way. Still trusting and believing in God. Believing that God can do everything that he promised. Believing that God's promises are always and will always continue to be yes and amen. That's it. Ain't no way around it. So I'm not even going to prolong the time today. I'm going to go ahead and get into the Radical Movements Artists and Spotlight of the Week. This this week, y'all, man, y'all don't need, man, y'all better hear me when I say, man, we coming out of the way from Ghana. Yeah, I said Ghana. <laughs> God out here moving, boy. But shout out to that boy, P.I. to B. And the name of the song is Daily Bread. P.I. to B, Daily Bread. Y'all better let me know what y'all think. Check out his social media. Go follow my social media so you can link up with my artists that's sending in their submissions. Glory to God. It's Radical Talks with Tia Darcel on all platforms. And here goes the song. It's called Daily Bread from that boy, P.I. to B. Let's go. I lyrics on the beat. Mom told me so what's up See that for a minute I got something gotta talk about We gotta talk about I'm like wow, she wanna throw a light Cause early in the morning I was there when I don't know why And I don't know why She told me I could see the father in his glory Up on your life, I don't even need to brag on it Then I realized it was a shift into the spirit Jesus, they thought me foolish with selling drugs. We make a lot of money and it's well it up. Got out of this club, get mad, man, you ain't a bro. But I turned away from evil. I started praying and reading my Bible. One day, Lord got me thinking on a second scripture. Matthew 6, 10 to 11. Amen. God has been telling me, go. God has been telling me, go. Uh, spiritually, I needed a broom. Cause in my room, it was well messed up. No, 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 nothing is impossible. So tell me, what should I am, love? It's all about your and this is what I must stand for. Hey, I'm following heaven. I'll always be that name. Give us to the daily bread. No, 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 nothing is impossible. So tell me, what should I am? Love. It's all about your and this is what I must stand for. Be faithful Stay in this wheel and I'm on to this favor I recall a moment in my life and it's painful When you think you got brothers but a fake bro Yeah I go hard, wanna kill me and make me stronger Following my job this song I'm cool and I got this thumb up I'm gonna stop the lot till I'm dead and gone, 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 gone Daily bread, that's what I'm talking about I'm in the spirit, it count me back Training easy, but yeah, that's right. Got power and mind. We think deep. Do you get what I mean? We lay by to be blessed. We ain't lay by to be rich. Nah, 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 nah. I can't compromise. Can't change my dream. I'ma say this to make myself clear. Yeah, but I'm full of Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
God's been telling me go. God has been telling me go. Uh, spiritually, I needed a broom. Cause in my room, it was really messed up. No, 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 nothing is impossible. So tell me what should I am love? It's all about you, and this is what I'm a stand for. Nothing is impossible, so tell me what should I am loud It's all about your and this is what I'ma stand for about that y'all y'all i i loved it you know i i, I don't want to be biased but it's kind of dope and yo shout out to ghana africa i got a homie from the military yakubu what's up bro he's from ghana he was supposed to take me to ghana one day but again big shout out to the homie pi to b with his song off his new ep and the song again is called daily bread i appreciate you i'm rooting for you and god has big things in store for you so man, what's what's up, y'all, man? How how's everything been going in the middle of the pandemic, in the middle of the riots, in the middle of the protests, and in the middle of the state of the world that we're in right now, man? It's a whole new ball game. Like it's something totally different going on in the world, something new. I mean, I know God's been dropping in my spirit for a while that he's doing a new thing. I wasn't expecting it to come about this way. I can't even lie to you, but in my heart, I still in I still honestly and truly believe that God is still doing a new thing in the midst of this and the new thing that he's doing on the other side of all of these things that seem to be, you know what I'm saying? Uh, standing in the way between us and God, what's on the other side of this is still going to be amazing. It's still going to be amazing because like I said before, God's promises are always and will always be yes and amen. And he, he hasn't brought us this far to leave us. God said that he'll never leave us or forsake us. And I believe that. And I know that in order for me to succeed in life and in order for me to truly surrender to God, I got to believe what he said, that no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter what's going on around me, that God is still in control. And God's never lost a battle, y'all. He's not going to stop now. So I am declaring and decreeing that all is well and all will continue to be well upon everybody that's listening to this. In every household that this is going to come across, in every car, in every every headphone, it doesn't matter what you're listening to on your computer. God is faithful, and he is just to perform and do just what he said. So today, y'all, I wanted to take a minute and just say, uh, have a little conversation with y'all. This one right here is pretty top of the dome. Um, I, I stumbled across some some notes from my grandma. Technically, she's not my grandma, y'all. But <laughs> Joyce Myers. I love Joyce Myers. I love everything that she stands for. I love her testimony. I love how chill she is. I love how she's Bible-based. And, um, you know, I started calling her my grandma. So that's my grandma. So don't don't be alone when you hear me say grandma, you know. So y'all know I remember the Titans. Look at me and look at her. We related. That's my grandma. Don't be no hater now. Get you one. I'll even share my grandma Joyce with you. So I was at a conference. I think it was, no, about two years ago, a year and a half ago. Uh, Yeah, recently enough to for me to have the notes right off hand. 
and I'm going to read some stuff out to y'all, and then from there, we're going to have a conversation. It's pretty much just going to be initially me reading this stuff to you guys, because in in the world that we're living in right now, you got to take control. You got to take back control, you know, because the enemy wants us to be defeated. The enemy wants us to allow evil thoughts and to allow defeat to come into our mind, to come into our hearts, and to come into our souls, and to just take over our spirit. But the devil is a lie, man. We bigger than that, and God is bigger than the enemy. You know, we already learned from the book of Job, the enemy got to get permission from God to do anything. So I need us as believers of God to never forget that. You know, never forget that we have a position to, that we got to uphold this position. That we are put here in this earth realm for a reason. We are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. We can't respond how everybody else responds. We can't do what everybody else do. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of a pandemic. It doesn't matter how much injustice is going on around you. You speak up when you see an injustice being done. However, you speak up and take a stance on the word of God. You do not be insensitive and you do not remain silent, you know, because that's in the word of God to speak up. But do not make it okay to to do the things that are outside of the will of God, to do things that are not in the Bible. You get what I'm saying? So you got to choose a side, technically. And, and realistically, that's what it boils down to. But you got to choose God because that's the, that's, the, that's the walk that we chose. That's the decision that we made in our lives as believers, that this is what we're going to do. And this is who we're going to be. We decided that we were going to lay down our lives for God. And now that we've laid down our lives and situations like these that's taken up, all the murders that's taking place, there's so much stuff going on in this world, y'all. So it's up to us to be God's voice in this world and to trust what he said. Again, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, God got us. He got He got every race. You know what I'm saying? I know black lives matter. They do. I'm never going to deny the fact that black lives matter. You get what I'm saying? But at the same time, coming from a place of love, like we got to make sure we're praying for the other people as well. The families that did the killing, the families that are the people that's going to jail, the people that's actually going to prison. You get what I'm saying? Because that's the right thing to do. That's what God said. So we got to make sure we humble ourselves and stay committed to the word of God and stay committed to doing and being everything that God called us to be. You did. So I'm going to read this to you guys. So I want y'all to take a second and just think about it. So number one, it says, Talk back to the devil when he says nobody loves you. Say, huh, God loves me. When the devil says nobody's ever going to love you, say, devil, you a liar. God loves me. When the devil says you're ugly, you're going to say, devil, you a liar. God says I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. Pre press past your feelings. Stop with all that feeling junk. I feel, I feel, I feel. Because you will eventually hurt yourself. Make right choices even while you're hurting. Uh, she referenced Hebrews 12 and 11. See, some evidence of change before you keep saying that, oh, this person may change or this person may change. This person may change. That's just like falling in love with potential. If you know they mean you no good, seek God and let it go. Stop making excuses. Press past pain now. Press past pain later and be miserable or keep change forever. Those are three choices that you have in life. You can be pitiful and powerful, but you cannot be both at the same time. You want to be a victim or you want to be powerful? You want to be a loser or you want to be a winner? Who does God say that you are? Now, y'all know I'm adding some stuff in here. I'm ad-libbing because I want y'all to know how real this is because when I read over these things, you know, I, I start to really think about my life and situations that I've been in personally to know where I've been a, I've been a loser. You get what I'm saying? Why I've been a wimp, why I've been a whiner. But now I'm at a point where I'm trying my best to, to stand up and take my place, to actually represent God and not be afraid, to be bold, and to try to be everything that God called me to be. And I want everybody else to do those same things as well. So... Isaiah 61 and 7, God blesses you where you are 
he blesses you where you at, y'all. God is going to give you double for your trouble. Now, that's big. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. God is going to give you double for your trouble. When you are hurting, remember that the reward that's coming when you make the right choices. It's going to be a reward. When you're trusting in God and when you're doing what he says, it's always a reward. I mean, I'm not saying to do it for the reward, but that's something to look forward to. The people of the world do the things that they want to do because they want to get something out of it. But see, that's the difference between God. God has already given us these things. We just have to walk these things out and trust God and do it his way. Don't be selfish and try to do it our way because we'll fail every time because we're nothing without God. God is everything and we're nothing technically. <laughs> don't ever forget that. You don't have to feel like something, but but you have to do certain things simply because you love God. Let me say that again. You don't have to feel like something, but you have to do certain things because you love God. Take, take control. You got to learn to take control of your feelings. Taking control of your feelings means going to church when you don't feel like going to church. Taking control of your feelings means praying when you're tired of praying. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't an intercessor. And I understand that for those that don't know what an intercessor is, it means to intercede. That means you are crying out. That means you are uh, old people used to say back in the day in the Baptist church, standing in the gap for your family members. You get what I'm saying? So so you got to do things when you don't feel like it. If you're in a marriage, you got to cook dinner for your husband when you don't feel like it sometimes, wives. Husbands, you got to do things for your wife when you don't feel like it sometimes. She might want to go out on a date, be romantic and all that good stuff. You ain't even in that kind of mood. You've been working all day, but you signed up for that covenant. You decided that you wanted to be with that woman. You decided and you believed with God when he told you that that was your real. So sometimes you got to do stuff even when you don't feel like doing it. God, God says in the midst of your struggles, you got to praise him anyhow. Praise. That's our worship. I mean, that's our weapon. Worship is our weapon. That, that's big because you got to choose life so you and your descendants can live. It's bigger than you. It's not about you. You got to take control because what happened with Abraham? God told him, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. God told him, not just you going to be blessed, your descendants going to be blessed. And that's what we, man, where y'all think Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jacob come from? That's They getting blessed because of a promise God made to Abraham. Like, come on, man, you ain't even put in no work. You, you wasn't even around when the covenant was made. But you really out here living your best life. Like, like take a minute and think about it. Like, what what did um Isaac and Jacob do that was so good for God to bless them the way that they did? Absolutely nothing. Like, what is that movie, Rush Hour? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Like, nothing. They did absolutely nothing to deserve the things that God did to them and for them. But see, that's the type of work you got to put in these days. Like, like real talk, you got to take a second and think about it. Like, your why is so important. Like, my why is my family. Why, my why again, I'm, I'm going to say this again. Like, my why is my family. My why is my daughter. My why is my future husband, my grandkids, my great-grandkids, and the family that we're going to make. You get what I'm saying? My why is for a legacy to be made to remember what God did for me and my family. Not to boast and to brag about what I've done and what I've accomplished. It's about God. So that is my why. Your why is so important. You got to figure out who, who and what your why is. Because if you don't have a why, you're getting up every day. You're never going to be successful. Because if you're your own why, that means you're selfish. Like real talk, that means you're selfish. I'm, I'm, I mean that from the bottom of my heart because I listen to E.T., man. Shout out to E.T., the hip-hop preacher. And he, said, he says it all the time. Like phenomenal skill without a phenomenal will makes you average. You are required to have a phenomenal will in addition to a phenomenal skill to be a phenomenal individual. Take some time and think about that thing. Let that marinate in your spirit because that means that I can be super talented. 
I could be super intelligent. I could be one of the most intellectual individuals that you have come across in your lifetime. I could use big words like substratum, vicissitudes, like all of these things. Though these are amazing words that I love to use. (laughs) The point is, if I get up every day at 12 o'clock, but I'm up every night until 2 or 3 in the morning, if I don't have a productive day, if I'm, if I'm not getting up, getting to it, if I'm not getting up grinding as if my life depends on it, grinding as if my family depends on it, that means my will suck. That means that I'm technically average out here. That means that I'm wasting away a perfectly good gift that God gave me because I'm not willing to put in the work. So take a second and think about it, man. You got to take control of that, man. You got to up your will and you have the authority to do so. All you have is all you need. God has already given you everything you need to be who he called you to be. But you got to tap into it. You can't run from it. And that's what I was doing for quite some time, y'all. I was running from it. I can't I can't play the pretend game with y'all. But I, I'm not doing it no more. I'm not. It's no more settling. I'm going for it. I made a choice. My grind is immaculate. I get to it. Because I, I'm choosing to be who God made me. That's what I'm choosing to do. I am taking control of my life. I'm no longer letting my past control me, my past sins, my past failures, my past hurt. You know what I'm saying? Past unforgiveness. The big, One of the biggest things that holds us back is unforgiveness. You out here mad, and them people living their best lives. I said that before. I did a whole podcast on forgiveness. It's imp- Man, you got to forgive. It's so important. It's going to help you become who God called you to be. It's going to help catapult you into your next. It's going to help you step on the heads of giants and serpents, serpents and scorpions and all of that good stuff. Because it's it's one thing off of your list that's holding you down. Some dead weight gone. You know how relieved it'll be when you actually start to forgive people? Take control of your lives. For real. Take control of your life. Because where you settle is where death reaches you and your soul. Now that's from my grandma. Where you settle is where death reaches you and your soul. Get beyond your wrongdoings and beyond hurt. Today's a brand new day to do it again. I tell people all the time, and I and I send like text messages randomly or, or messages on social media to people saying, today's a brand new day to get it right. Nothing before this moment matters. And that's in the word of God, because what he said is he's cast, he's cast our sins into the sea of forgetfulness. As far as the east is to the west, he's going to remember them no more. So if God don't even remember it, then God is the creator. He made you out of dirt. Who are you to hold on to it? Like, I'm trying to bless somebody today. Like, real talk. Why are you holding on to something that God's not even holding on to? to? Why are you still, man, why you haven't even forgiven yourself about something that God forgave you about a long time ago? Why are you still holding on to the damage, to the hurt? Like, you don't have to be that person anymore. You are not, and, and, I'm, and I'm charging you today to let it go. I am charging you today to become everything that God called you to be. I'm charging you today to tap into that creativity that God has placed inside of you. I'm charging you today to write that song. I'm charging you today to start that label. I am charging you today to write that book. I am charging you today to be better than you was yesterday. It's not about perfection. It's about progression. Tap into it. You got it. God's doing a new thing. Don't miss it, king. Don't miss it, queen. It's time out for shucking and jiving. It's time out for playing. This is not the season for that. It's time out for playing with people's feelings. Take charge of that, too. Stop playing out here, man. Grow up. <laughs> Seriously, though, that goes out to everybody. Man, man, woman, female, male, it doesn't matter. Stop playing with people's feelings. I say this all the time. Married people, stay out people inbox. Be faithful. Be committed. Trust God. Release your problems to God and God alone. Don't take your problems to everybody else. 
single men and women. If you don't, if you if you know you're not ready to be in a relationship, relationship, mind your business and just be by yourself and do your thing. Date. I mean, do do you do you do what you do. If you're trying to godly date, then godly date. But don't play with people. Don't mislead people and don't intentionally hurt somebody or even don't unintentionally hurt somebody because you're confused about your life. Take some time to do some self-evaluation, some self-growth. Fall in love with yourself because, see, I'm saying all of these things not just to pinpoint, you know what I'm saying, to point people out, certain certain groups of people like married people, single people. Like, I want the world to know that it's time to stop playing. Like, it really is. Now's not the time to play with anything or anybody. Now's not the time to play with your gifts. Now is not the time to play with your calling. Now's not the time to play with your relationship status, whether it's a friendship. When I say relationship, I'm talking about all across the board. Nothing is exempt. I'm talking about friends. If you know you're not being a good friend, stop flexing out here. Leave people alone. Don't get mad when somebody cut you off, but you know you wasn't being real. You know you wasn't pouring into that person. If you know you weren't doing everything that God told you to do as far as a friendship is concerned. So so don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Trust God. Let God clean you up from the inside out. And these same things apply to myself. I have to tell myself all the time, like, you got to pray and ask God to continue to clean you up every day. That's just like the renewing of the mind. It's a day-to-day process. It's not going to happen overnight. Meaning it's just going to disappear and not come back. Whatever it is that you're fighting against, unless you replace it with something else. So the word of God says to renew your mind every day. Constantly keep your mind on things above. Don't fall into the trap of a repetition. Always beating yourself up about your past. Because what, man, guilt. And guilt will eat you up. Guilt will tear you down. Because most of our problems today stem from us not liking ourselves. You can't give away what you don't have. And what I mean by that is, if you don't like yourself, how can you build yourself up to to be who God called you to be? How can you give something that God has put inside of you to this world if you don't even like who you are? And that's what the enemy uses to tear us down. Oh, you, like I said earlier, oh, you ugly. Oh man, you ain't even got enough money in the bank, fam. You you ain't you ain't you ain't bought that life. You don't fit into that. You don't fit into that category. You can't mesh with those people. You can't go to that college. You're not smart enough. Huh? So now every day you're looking in the mirror saying I'm ugly. Man, low self-esteem is a killer, man. Low self-esteem is a killer. And it's too many beautiful women, beautiful queens, beautiful kings, handsome men. When I say beautiful kings, I mean that in the most masculine way, okay? (laughs) Don't get offended. But when I'm saying it, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Like God created you perfectly. You look exactly how he wanted you to look. I don't care how big your head is, how big your nose is. Man, I was just talking to my friend today, man. You could be the ugliest person to somebody else, but to the person that God has for you, you are amazing. Everything about you is perfect, even on your worst day. So trust God. Don't let don't let what somebody says about you, what somebody has said about you, just 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 ruin your everything because you're bigger than that. You're better than that. You serve a good God. Man, you serve a you serve a big God and He do real big things. Don't ever forget it. He just needs you to do what He says. Because, see, it's impossible to love anyone else if you don't even love yourself. And God put us here to love. And we can't love nobody if we don't love us. And if we don't even know how to love us, how can we even know how to love God? So you got to love on God so God can teach you how to love on you. You understand what I'm saying? It's levels to this. Because if you love on God, God's going to make you fall in love with yourself. And that same love you're going to be able to freely give to your brothers and sisters in Christ of this world. And even to the people that don't even accept Christ, people that don't even know Christ, you're supposed to love them too. But you can't do that if you don't love you. 
Oh, that rhyme. <laughs> I wasn't going for that, but you you did what I'm saying. Because it's like, it's no longer I that lives, but the Christ in me that lives. You heard that? Let me think about that thing. It's no longer I that lives, but the Christ in me that lives. I heard Apostle Brian Meadows said a long time ago. He said, Brian died a long time ago. I'm dead to myself. Everything that I do, everything that I say is for God. It's for Christ. It's for Jesus. I laid down my life for him. I chose this route. I love God because he first loved me. You get what I'm saying? So it's important to tap into that. It's important to understand the life that you're living and who you're living it for. Because even in the Bible, it said, like, when he, t- when he, when he was picking the disciples, he was like, yo. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. Let me get a squall of water. He was like, yo, I need y'all to come with me. I'm going to teach you how to be fishers of men. And they like, fishers of men? Like, we fishermen. <laughs> fishermen. And, y'all, this is the one that took, this, this, this took the cake right here. This put the icing on the cake for me. When that man said, please, God, let me go bury my father. Y'all, Jesus told his man, let the dead bury the dead. That part right now, man, I straight up knew Jesus was gangster. I don't care what nobody say, y'all. We can have an argument. We can have a disagreement. I'm ready to fight for it because I believe that. Because God, like, was straight up real with everybody that he came encounter with. It was still out of love now when I say gangster. I mean, like, Jesus had a few gangster moments. Like, yeah, I mean, you got to accept it for what it is. You got to be able to read the Bible in context. <laughs> And it's okay for my imagination to run rapid without it going out of line, without it being negative, okay? So don't 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 come for me because Jesus did not play the radio. And if you say he did, you fake. Because when he turned them tables over in, in, in the Bible because some people was out there flexing and doing the king doing the kingdom of God like that, yo, come on, man. Y'all better start trying my daddy. That's what he was saying. And he was ready to go to war about it. He did. He did that. Even when he was telling them Pharisees, like, you you brutal snakes. He wasn't scared. Anybody that's up against his daddy, he bought that life. So, nah, you're not finna make me think Jesus was no punk. Uh-uh. But the biggest thing that we have to do, y'all, we have to repent. And what I mean by repent is turn. Repent means to turn. You gotta turn from your wicked ways. You gotta turn from your wicked ways and seek God's face. Let me say that again. You gotta turn from your wicked way, wicked ways and seek God's face. Because if you don't repent, that's saying, okay, God, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. I don't really care what you tell me to do. I don't really care what you want me to do. Because I'm gonna do what I wanna do. But see, in order for you to get into the kingdom of heaven, you gotta repent. And turn from your ways and seek his face. Because once you repent, that's when God remembers sin no more. Because, see, you got to use your faith to live free from guilt, free from condemnation, free from shame, free from your past. You are supposed to have and enjoy your life. Your past does not define you. Take control. That's what I'm telling you. Take control. The devil don't want you to take control. But, see, you bigger than that. I believe that. I got enough faith in God for you to know that you're bigger than that. Because, see, God wants to meet your needs. And I know that because he said it in the word of God. He said that he won't leave us. He said that he won't forsake us. He said that if we ask him, he going to give it to us. If we ask in his name. What does that mean? That means that he wants to love on you. That means that he wants to meet your needs. 
It says that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and that we have been set apart and made holy by the blood of the lamb. You know what the blood of the lamb is? You know who the lamb was? You know who God sent? He sent his son Jesus to die for your sins and mine. God didn't even have to do that. For real, think about that. I harp on this because it's so important to understand that God did something for you that he didn't even have to do. God did something for your kids that he didn't even have to do. God since did something for even these crooked people in this world that he didn't even have to do. He didn't have to. He didn't have to, he didn't have to send Jesus down here to die for your sins. So I feel like the least we could do, we owe God that much. Especially as believers. If we ain't out here doing right and taking control, how are we going to win some souls? How are we going to do what the Great Commission tells us to do? Like, seriously, I need somebody to make it make sense to me. Because if we can't do what God called us to do, then what are we here for? Okay? Because you're still alive. You're still breathing because you still have a purpose. If God didn't have a purpose for you, you would be dead already. You, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. If I could be realistic right here. So take control. Take control, men. Take control, women. Be who God called you to be. Step into it. Tap into it. Man, see, because when the word is sown into your heart, the devil comes to steal it. Yo, that was good. When the word is sown into your heart, the devil comes to steal it. See, it didn't say the devil going to always be successful every time he comes to steal it. <laughs> you got to think about it. See, you got to you gotta really think this stuff through because the devil going to do his job. He's coming to steal, he's coming to kill, and he's coming to destroy. That's his job. He own it. Period. He going to do his job. But see, what we got to do as men and women of the church, of the kingdom of God, is we got to stand up for what we believe in, which is our God, the one true living God. What he said, I am that I am. Yahweh is his eternal name. He said that. He told Moses to tell the people, yo, Yahweh, I am that I am. Man, who y'all know that name I am? <laughs> who you know name I am? Hey, uh, hey, man, my homie, I am up the street, had said to come. Man, come on, man. That's like real G like that. That's what I'm saying. That's, and God left it at that. See, the, the, it, it, the Bible is so good, y'all, when you take a second to read it. And because it really makes you feel like, especially the gospel, those, those are my favorite parts of the Bible. I say that often. But it's because I really felt like I got a one-on-one -on -one relationship with, with Jesus Christ. I feel like I walked I walk the streets with him. You get what I'm saying? I felt like I was there when he was healing the sick and when he was raising the dead. It made me feel like, man, look what he did for you. So now it's your turn. Because guess where he at? He's sitting at the right hand of his father right now, waiting to come back. But while he waiting, guess what we doing? We supposed to be working. Working while we resting in the finished works of Jesus Christ. When I say working while we resting in the finished works of Jesus Christ, I, what I mean by that is God has already paid the ultimate ultimate cost with Jesus. Satan has already been defeated. But see, while we're here, it's our job to ask God to bring his kingdom to earth, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Period. That's thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're on earth, God is in heaven. So, what we're doing is we're asking him to let his will be done here. Because we are what? Say it with me, y'all. 
the hands and the feet of the church. That's what we do. We some direct representatives of Christ. You know, like the House of Representatives, like the political parties. Yo, like we should be like our own little group or something. I mean, technically we are, but a lot of us don't stand up and do what we supposed to do and live lives according to what the word of God says. I'm not talking about making a mistake and starting all over again. I'm talking about not doing what you're supposed to do purposely, intentionally, not taking control, not attempting to take take control, to tap into, to step into what God has called you to be. To lead somebody else the right way. Because leaders, man, to be a leader right now in today's world is hard work. It really is. Because it's a lot of things that you can say out of your flesh. It's a lot of ways that you can react out of your flesh. And that's horrible. That's horrible. You just lost somebody for the kingdom based on your feelings. That's why you got to stay away from that I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, what I feel like. You get what I'm saying? Because, man, how you feel? Does what you feel line up with the will of God? The word of God said our ways is not his ways. Our thoughts is not his thoughts. So that means that our feelings definitely ain't his feelings. It's okay to have feelings. Just don't let your feelings have you. And everything that I say to y'all, it applies to me. Because I got tired of playing. Because I realized God deserved more. I realize that God is better than me. <laughs> I realize that I'm not God. That's number one. That was the biggest thing I could have done, right? That was realize that I'm not God and realize that God is using me. That God has called me to be something. To be something in this world that this world re- that this world needs right now. And I realize that if, if I didn't do it, he would find somebody else that would. Because it's always a willing vessel out there that's willing to do what you're not willing to do. That's willing to say what you're not willing to say. But see, I believe that God is raising up a generation of men and women, a generation of kings and queens that are really, are really, really ready to tap into everything that God has placed inside of them. That are really ready to take control and to destroy the kingdom of darkness and to be who called them to who God called them to be. Understand what I'm saying? Like, like it's time out for playing. Y'all, we got to take control. Like, we should have been did it a long time ago, but it's better late than never. You know what that means? Better late than never means that it's never too late. It means that God called you according to his purpose, not yours. <laughs> like, right now, y'all, I'm working on some things. Like, I really, originally, it's something that I'm good at that I'm about to start doing. And it's like, I cut it all the way off. I stopped doing it for quite some time I was I, because I'm like, man, I ain't really trying to do that every day. You understand? But God had other plans. He like, nah, you're going to do that every day because that's what I want you to do. And while you're doing that, you're going to bring me glory. Because you're going to have your situation set up that it's going to be godly. It's going to be pure. It's going to be holy. When, when people look at you, they're going to see me. Every word that come out of your mouth is going to be words that I'm giving you because I'm covering you. You understand what I'm saying? This is what it means to take control. But this is also what it means to understand that you can't do what you want to do when you want to do it. You got to do what God says to do when he says to do it. Period. That's it, man. I just want to show y'all some love today and have some conversation and have some, have some talk about the hard stuff that some people don't want to talk about. It ain't always going to be peaches and cream. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. But it's not always going to be that way. But that don't mean I don't love y'all. Come on. You already know what time it is. I'm here. I'm tapped in. I'm locked and loaded. I ain't going nowhere. I and I meant to say I ain't. I speak proper grammar all the time, but I meant I meant to say I ain't going nowhere. I'm not going anywhere. I am not going anywhere. I am going to continue to. I am going to continue to talk to you guys, 
preach to you guys, teach you guys, whatever it is that God puts in my spirit to give to his people, I'm going to do it. Because I'm I'm done playing. I decided I was going to take control of my feelings. I was going to take control of my actions and be responsible for my shortcomings, to be responsible for my flaws, and to turn them over to God and say, God, have your way in my life. Help me so I can help somebody else. Bless me so I can bless somebody else. Shout out to Kurt Carr. Bless me so I can bless somebody else. God, I need you. I'm nothing without you. But I know I'm still here for a reason. My family need me. My daughter needs me. Gigi baby need me. You know, it's bigger than me. Never forget that, man. But I love y'all. The right way. The wrong way. The long way. The strong way. And you just tuned in to a brand new episode of Radical Talks with Tia Darcia. And I'm out.